The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. Bright and early for Pat Gray Unleashed. 888-900-3393 if you'd like to participate in the show this morning. Uh, interesting things going on, like the Pope visiting with Michael Moore. <laughs> wow. wow. That's something I, I've never thought would ever come to pass. Uh, also, there was a teen in Chicago who was arrested because uh, he posted a photo of a toy online. A toy gun, of course. So they arrested him. Um, we got that guy off the streets. Thank, Thank goodness. goodness. Yes. That that was frightening for where, a while. Where was that, Chicago? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's about time we start arresting people for posting pictures of toys. I, when are we going to stop that madness? Well, Chicago being a progressive yes. city mm-hmm. out in front on that threat. Also, the caravan, uh, the illegal immigrant caravan <laughs> that originally came from Honduras, going through Guatemala. They're uh, clear mm-hmm. up to, I think, almost Mexico by now, and Mexico is sending 500 people federal officers to stop them uh that continues to head uh toward the united states of america oh no let them keep coming i yeah. want them to arrive on november 6th it just uh it just doubled and <laughs> so it just growing and growing you know the more the merrier ollie ollie all come free that's what that's what we i i think that's our i think that's actually our motto now ollie ollie all come free yeah we just we won't do anything about it because we uh, have American values, and American values mean that you let everybody come in here, no matter where they're coming from. It doesn't matter if you don't know who they are, what they're doing here. You just let them in. What if you like the rule of law, though? No, nope. that, it's nothing to do with the rule of law. It shouldn't be a law. You know, illegal immigration <laughs> is an artificial construct. Uh-huh. <laughs> And the sooner you realize that, yeah. Keith, the better off you're going to be. Yes, sir. There's a mass shooting, too. Uh, and not in the United States of America, which is surprising because I thought that only, only, happened only happens here. Here. Yeah, right here in America. It only happens. In the, we're the only country in the world where uh, mass shootings occur. I thought we were the only country in the world mm. that allowed guns. <clears throat> like, period. Right. So that's probably why it happens right? here only, right? Oh, are you saying it's somewhere else now? Yeah, it happens somewhere else. Well, no. Talk about that. It's really tragic. Uh, really just uh, heartbreaking. Um, but as far as the uh, caravan of migrants fleeing Honduras, 4,000 of them now. It was just, it started out right around 1,000. It's already 4,000. Hmm. Mexican government sent an additional 500 federal police to its border with Guatemala in anticipation of their arrival. Part of the caravan, which is split into two groups now, is a, is uh, approaching the Mexico-Guatemala border amidst a surge of border crossings at the U.S.-Mexico border. So the border crossings are increasing. What a surprise. Now that everybody knows that Trump's getting all kinds of flack for trying to do anything about the border, and we still haven't built a wall, and there's no indication that we're going to. They still won't fund it, which, you know, we were... Initially told that we weren't going to have to fund it. Uh, Mexico was going to pay for that. So yep. far, they haven't 
There's no, there's been no check in the mail yet. Really? Yeah, no check is in the mail. Have you? When's the last time you checked the uh, mailbox? <laughs> Yesterday. So maybe it's maybe it's, it's there probably now. today, or it comes today with the, with the postal <laughs> delivery. Yeah. So we'll okay. see if, uh, and why would I get the check for the U.S. government? I don't know. I, oh, the twelve billion dollar check is probably not coming to me. You've been <clears throat> you've been looking in the federal government's mailbox. No, I've been looking at my mailbox for the federal offense. government. Yeah, no, I've been looking. I in mean, hours for that. No, that's a federal offense, sir, for looking in someone else's mailbox. But it is not a federal offense to cross the border illegally anymore. Amazing. Okay. It's, it's really amazing. Uh, so, in September, U.S. Border Patrol agents apprehended. More than 41,000 illegals. 41,000. That's up from 37,544 in August. According to uh, numbers not yet released publicly, but obtained by NBC News. Now, <clears throat> they think we catch one in five. So that means around 200,000 in September <clears throat> came into the United States of America. Yeah. That's great, because... You know what? Um, we welcome everybody, and uh, we're a welcoming people, and we don't need to know who they are. We don't need to know why they're here. Why would you need to know that? None of your business yeah, it's what like they're there. doing here, okay? Just know they're good, decent, hardworking family people who can't be separated from their families. It's like it's like a Cracker <clears throat> Jack box, you know? Exactly. You, you want to be surprised. Let's just mm-hmm. let everyone in, and then we just get then, to sample everything. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, it's like a smorgasbord. Well, when you go to the smorgasbord, you don't know exactly what's going to be there usually, do you? Just go there and taste it. <laughs> you once, just know once you're there. It's going to be yummy. Don't worry about it. Deal with it. Shelters and churches along the border have been flooded as a result of the surge. And uh, ICE agents have been releasing hundreds of migrants from detention. Hundreds at a time. I don't, I don't know how that turns out well. I, I, what is the Democrat plan here? You know what their plan is? Comprehensive immigration reform, which means amnesty. Amnesty for everybody here. So we, we let you sneak across the border illegally. We let you commit identity theft and fraud, tax evasion. And then we say, yeah, you know what? We're just going to, that's fine. Don't worry about it. You're all legally here now. What signal does that send to people considering crossing our border? It's fine to do that. It's not really a thing here. So everybody else uh, does the same thing. They get into a caravan themselves and start coming here 4,000 at a time. Not a problem. I mean, what is, how, is, how does that work for anybody? Uh, you know, Beto has gone negative now, because he was, which is surprising because I thought he was so positive and upbeat. And I, he didn't want to play that game. And he's not, he's not going to go negative. He, he believes Texans want an uplifting message. <laughs> well, now he's talking about how awful uh, Ted Cruz is on so many different issues. And he wants us to reflect our Texas values by just letting everybody in here and protecting dreamers. Uh, listen to these uh, couple of examples of some of his ads of late. This election is going to decide the future of immigration. <laughs> Republicans and Democrats alike know that we've got to lead on immigration reform. Mm-hmm. And yet Ted Cruz, he's the only senator to vote against moving forward with that conversation. Yeah, except he didn't he didn't vote against moving forward on on uh, on the issue. What he voted against was amnesty for dreamers. Thank you, Ted. Thank you for doing that.
Because he doesn't want to just say, okay, yes, uh, 1.2 million people are all legal now. You're all fine. Everybody stay. And your parents. Oh, and your uncles and aunts, nephews, nieces, cousins, grandparents, everybody come on in. That's what Ted voted against. He's vowed to deport every single dreamer. He's selling paranoia and fear instead of solutions. Let's protect dreamers. Let's protect dreamers. Wow. Wow. That is really something. What a message for Texas that is. Let's ensure that we rewrite our immigration laws in our own image to reflect our values, our interests, and our experiences. Yeah, our values, our interests, and experiences. And that includes just let everybody come in. You do that at your house, Beto? That's what I want to see. Everybody, let's all show up at Beto's house. Just walk in. Hmm. Uninvited. Uh, Maybe crawl in through the windows. If he's locked the door, which I think would be incredibly unwelcoming. Do you think he has Totino's pizzas? Because if so, I'm there. <laughs> which is pretty much what you exist on, right? That's all you require is yeah. Totino's pizza. I'm sure he has that. I'm okay. sure he's got Totino's. I'm pizza. there then. I mean, I don't care what he has. Let's just go in there. Let's, let's, just, you know, let's show just, up yeah. at his house. Mm-hmm. Go in. I, it's madness. It's foolhardy to think that that's okay. Fences don't mean we hate your guts. They mean we'd, we'd like you to come in through a certain area of this fence, and it's called a gate. Yeah. Knock. Just knock. That's all I'm asking. Just knock, knock and then ring we'll the talk. doorbell, then, yeah. uh, whatever. Just come here in a manner that is reasonable to us so that we know what we're getting. So we know who you are. So we know we're not letting, you know, criminals into our country. And even if you're just a good, decent, hardworking person, person that's fine too but we need to know who you are and that you uh tend to you intend to bring something to us every nation on earth expects that demands that of the people who immigrate to their country and it's so reasonable a request man we, we can't make it uh, there's more. I'm Beto O'Rourke, and I approve this message. This election will decide the future of health care. No. Ted Cruz has voted to take away health care from millions of American families. Yeah, remember that vote? Oh, yeah. uh, he's been talking about He campaigned about that all over uh-huh. Texas. I want to take away your health care. That was the too much health care Yeah, bill. there's way too much health care going on in this country. And what I want is for people to show up at a clinic and nobody's there. Okay? Uh, no one's even there. Uh-huh. We don't even staff these hospitals and clinics. We want people to die in the streets. No wonder people don't like Ted Cruz. Isn't that something? Yeah, I don't know why jerk. people voted for him. He's tried repeatedly, repeatedly to roll back protections for pre-existing conditions. Mm. And he shut down the government for 16 days. because He shut down the government for 16 days. That damn Ted Cruz. Wow. If he is so powerful, yeah. why would we... Want to vote him out of office. And why did he run for president? <laughs> he already had the power to bring the government to a screeching halt. Well, Ted Cruz has the power to shut down the government for 16 days. Wow. That's incredible. I want that power. Wow. Seriously, we can save some cash. I mean, this is absolutely asinine. He thought too many people had too much health care. <laughs> oh, yeah, there it is. Too many people had too much health care. <laughs> he wants every person to have no health care. Too many people had too much health care. <laughs> I mean, this is laughable. Wow. We, the people of Texas, we want to expand Medicaid. And we? we want to take the lead on yeah. guaranteed, high-quality, universal health care. This freaking guy thinks he's in Massachusetts. 
or Rhode Island or someplace. Uh, he's not talking about Texas values, that's for sure. Wow. But that darn Ted Cruz, he didn't. we had him on the air a few weeks or a month ago or so. He didn't mention anything about, you know, it's really time that's uh, to take health care away from people. That's sneaky. I wish he would have mentioned that. He should have led with that. Yeah. That's a big that's a, deal. It's a big proposal. Too many people have too much health care. And uh, he didn't. He kept that quiet, though. Kept that to himself. That's kept that on his inside voice. Lion Ted. <laughs> well, that's why that stuck. That's why that he was stuck, called that. And that's why it stuck. Uh, all right. <laughs> so many of these Hondurans that are headed here. Yeah. Um, many of them are uh, children. Some are traveling with parents. Some without their parents. How does that happen? Do parents just send a ten-year-old kid? Uh, out outside the house and say, hey, uh, why don't you walk to the United States and uh, cross the border illegally and then just hang out there? Somebody will meet you at the border um, if we can get a hold of them. <laughs> how, does that, how does that work? Hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hire a guy that you can walk behind uh, this coyote. Uh, we're going to pay him $7,000 because we're so poor that we can't make it. So I'm going to give him $7,000. And he's going to take you across the U.S. border. How does that happen? I, I'd like for somebody to explain that process to me. Um, but because children are afforded special protections in the U.S., their arrival is creating anxiety within the Trump administration that's pledged to decrease illegal immigration. President Trump said last week he'd consider separating migrant families at the border again after reversing his controversial zero-tolerance policy in June. So... What are, you, what are you supposed to do? If you have parents who are brash enough, I think careless enough, to send their children with somebody else to the U.S. border, uh, and you know that there's a chance something could go wrong, right? I mean, you know these coyotes aren't good people, and you know that in the past they've been separated and put in a separate facility and then... Somebody shows up to try to claim them, and the U.S. government can't make any sense of it. They don't know who these people are. Are they releasing them into the custody of a sexual abuser? Of uh, somebody who's going to sell them into the sex slave trade? Are are they a relative who means well? You don't, you don't know. But that's all on us. You guys figure it out. I'm sending my kid there. Yeah, it sounds like the ripping from the parents' arms happened when the parents pushed them northward. Exactly. <laughs> Come on. Nobody discusses the personal responsibility. They don't have any. They don't have. There's no responsibility on the part of the parents. Well, they're doing so badly that they've got to do something. Well, not this. I mean, I agree. I <clears throat> certainly wouldn't want my children to starve. But I'm not just putting them into a caravan... <clears throat> and saying good luck. Maybe we'll see you sometime in the future. I hope your second cousin, once removed, shows up uh, in uh, in in uh, at the border in in Texas. Yeah, they'll meet you at the detention facility. Don't worry about it. And let's hope that this coyote has some integrity and doesn't hurt you in any way. I. It's just. It's unbelievable. And then, so, it's left to the Trump administration to figure out what to do with all these people. Oh, okay. And and they're supposed to do exactly the right thing with all of them. What is that, by the way? 
What is that? You just let everybody come into the country no matter what. I guess that's the Beto plan. <laughs> and we don't have to know where they're going to live, uh, how they're going to exist, who's meeting them. <laughs> it's all for us to, to figure out. U.S. Customs and Border Protection is uh, tracking the caravan <clears throat> as the Hondurans make their way north towards the U.S. border. Meanwhile, State Department's attempting to stave off that possibility. They're trying to get the Mexican government to do something about this at their border so that we don't have to deal with all of it at ours. Oh, well, they've come through on paying for the wall, so I'm sure they're... Yeah, they're, they're all over this. Mm-hmm. They actually, as we mentioned, are sending 500 federal agents to try to... I don't know what they're going to do. But I do know this. Mexico is far tougher on their southern border than we are on ours. Yes. And everybody knows it. For some reason, it's fine for Mexico to detain, to imprison, to deport everybody who crosses their southern border. But it's really hateful if we do it. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo will travel to Mexico to meet with his counterparts on Friday. So tomorrow, there's plans to stop the caravan And that's going to be a prominent topic of discussion as to how they do that. He said, I'm certain there will be conversations in Mexico about how we can work together on this issue. We're certainly looking for concrete results and solutions that work for both countries. Uh, President Trump, meanwhile, has threatened to cut aid to Honduras and Guatemala if their governments don't stop this. You you can't have four and five and 10,000 people on a regular basis, just marching into our country. How how are we supposed to deal with that? So the police have been sent in part to quell protesters in the state of Chiapas, which borders Guatemala. They're advocating. Now, these protesters just want the immigrants to be treated nicely, and they want them safe, as everybody does. Uh, but... They're insisting, I guess, that they uh, allow, be allowed to continue northward, no matter what. <clears throat> well, why don't you guys take care of them then? Why, why is it always our responsibility? 888 uh, So much more to talk about. We'll get to it in a second. But first, this, this portion of the show brought to you by RidUZone. You know, the holidays are coming, and you got all those parties. You got the family gatherings, and there is food. A ton of food. This is where Riduzone can help you. With proper nutrition, diet, exercise, Riduzone will help you lose weight and keep it off. Man, that's the hard part. If you because you spend all that time, all those months denying yourself and utilizing your self control and maybe getting some exercise in, and then once you're done and you've lost whatever poundage you intended. You just want to get back to your old eating habits. But Riduzone has taken the good stuff in olive oil and they created a patented product containing the OEA molecule. And that is what boosts your metabolism and helps to uh, reduce your appetite. So for about $1.39 a day, Riduzone can help you get through the holidays and help you jumpstart the new you for 2019. Hard to believe, 2019. Order today at riduzone.com. It's R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Enter the promo code PAT. You'll get 30% off a three-month supply. Riduzone.com, promo code PAT for 30% off a three-month supply. Time to make it happen. 
let Riduzone help you get through the holiday season, both <clears throat> Halloween with all the candy. Oh, man. Uh, you got <laughs> Thanksgiving, of course, with everything we eat at Halloween. Uh, you got Christmas on the way, which is just a nonstop eat fest at my house. Um, so let Riduzone give you an extra helping hand. R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com, Riduzone.com. Uh, we talked about this particular story, I think I touched on it briefly last week. But it's back in the news because there's so there's there's some extra details that have come out about uh, these four teenage girls that accused this 17-year-old boy in California, accused him of sexual assault. They claimed that he was a lifeguard at a pool, and two of the girls claimed that he assaulted them right there at the pool. One of them backed up the other story. And then they invited him over to their house one night and uh, lured him into the house and then, I guess, treated him poorly and he left right away. But then they claimed he sneaked into that house and sexually assaulted them there. So the kid was charged, spent time in detention uh, in a facility, was detained at his house. He couldn't leave. Uh, he was hassled and bullied at school because the girls claimed that, you know, he assaulted them. Um, so they really messed with this kid's life. Wow. And then months and months and months later, they finally said, yeah, okay, we, we made that up. He didn't sexually assault us. <laughs> Jeez. Wait, what? I, I, I thought girls didn't lie. We believe the victim. We believe the survivor. We believe the survivors. We believe the survivors. Turns out these girls weren't survivors of anything. Except their own lies. Because nothing happened to them about it, over it. See, that's Nothing happened to them. I hate that so much. It's wrong. How can you be, how can it be okay to just accuse somebody of of a crime, of of a felony, wreck their lives, and then... Yeah, well, okay, they were just messing with the guy. And why'd they do it? Everybody's asking, well, why Why would you guys do that? That's always the question. Why would they lie about it? They lied about it because they don't like him. They just don't like him. <laughs> that is That is just unbelievable. This is a society where we reward <clears throat> the youth for doing nothing, mm-hmm. and we don't <clears throat> punish them. For doing something as heinous as this. Right. There's no consequences. Listen to the quote from one of these girls. I just don't like to hear him talk. I don't like to look at him. I just don't like him. Okay, so you ruined this poor kid's life over that? Wow. The first accuser told other students uh, she would do anything to get him expelled from school. And she did. In uh, in March of last year, as I mentioned, they, this uh, kid was lured over Snapchat to hang out with this one girl and her friends at the house. She was allegedly drunk when he got there, and he left because they treated him like crap. And then just uh, just after he left, they all accused him of breaking into the house and uh, sexually assaulting her. A few days later, the first accuser was overheard coaching the second one on making false sexual uh, assault allegations. 
The two girls walked together then to the school's counselor's office, where the second girl told school officials he'd broken into her home and assaulted her on the night he came over. They stuck to their stories for months with the help of their precious mean girlfriends. Uh, and the friend said, yeah, we saw it all happen. Huh. And then by the end of the summer, the scheme started to unravel and several students came forward confessing that, uh, and they found some Snapchat messages that they were lying. All of them about everything. So now the parents are suing um, because he had to endure all these court appearances, detention in a juvenile facility, detention at home, the loss of his liberty, and uh, and then, of course, hassled at school and became a pariah there. And it's not going to end there. No. It's not going to end there. He goes to try to get a job 10, 15 years from now. Someone Googles his name, yeah. and it's going to be associated. They're not going to take the time to figure out, well, because how did this play out? No, they're just going to see this kid's <laughs> name attached with uh, accused of sexual assault. Exactly right. And while... You know, we all want gender equality. If this was a, if this had happened to a girl and a bunch of guys accused her, would this be treated the same way, or would the guys be in a hell of a lot of trouble? I think they'd be in a lot of trouble. Little gender bias going on there. Yeah, I think so. And this poor kid was virtually tortured at school, so they they also had to remove him from school, and he's homeschooled now. Jeez. And again, nothing has happened to these precious teenage girls. No, it's fine. Yeah, don't worry about it. They just a simple misunderstanding. Girls are will be girls. You talk about boys will be boys. How about this? They don't lie? Huh. We've had several stories of girls lying about this lately. Interestingly, too, um Kobe Bryant who just won an Oscar for his uh, basketball movie that he did. Hmm. Um, he was supposed to serve on an animation uh, film festival jury. They invited him uh, to be on this jury, and now he's been disinvited after an online petition demanded his removal because of the 2003 rape allegation. Um, those charges were dropped. She refused to testify. Uh, so is there not a presumption of innocence now? Even after that thing, I mean, it blew up at the time. And if you remember back uh, around that situation, he admitted he did have an affair, right? He cheated on his wife in a hotel room with this 19-year-old girl. And uh, he said it was consensual. <clears throat> and then she had had according to DNA results, sex with a second guy right after that. You remember that? Yes. So people were saying, like, well, okay, so she got raped and then she just had consensual sex right after that? Doesn't seem right somehow. Is it? Anyway, she dropped. The charges were all dropped at some point. And I guess that still means he's guilty and you got to kick him off uh, juries at film festivals. I also remember Mrs. Bryant uh, ended up with a very large ring after that. Seems to me it was a $4 million ring. Yeah. <laughs> hey, honey, yeah, I'm sorry. That's I my bad. I, mean, I didn't rape anybody, but I did have sex with someone. So so. <clears throat> so here's a nice ring, though. How about a ring? How about that? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
I mean, I don't know. I wasn't there. But it's just, it used to be that we had a justice system and we had a process. And if you got through that process and you were found not guilty or they completely dropped charges, then you didn't do it. Now, our mindset, our default position is that no matter how that's adjudicated, you still did it. Isn't that wrong? That's wrong. Yeah. We've got to get out of that. 888 uh, Years ago, Glenn founded Real Estate Agents I Trust because he was really frustrated with a realtor and thought, wow, we got to help other people so that they don't have this same experience with their home that we did. He lost a lot of money on it. He It sat there for a couple of years. So now what they did was put together a team of agents across the country and they fully vet them based on their knowledge, their commitment to to real estate. Um, do these agents know about landscaping and trim and the paint and how important curb appeal and first impressions are? Uh, do they do they know about professionally staging your house and uh, what goes into photographing your house so that you can get people to visit in person? They have to know when to list your home and for how much. All of those things are so critical right now. And I love this part. They're fans of the show. So you've got that in common from the start. That's why you should work with the agents of realestateagentsitrust.com. Over 1,200 of the top agents in America working to earn your trust. Try it today. Real Estate Agents I Trust. If you're selling your home or you're buying one, realestateagentsitrust.com. Nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Unlike those teen girls in California, were saying things that weren't true about a kid sexually assaulting them. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three, and at Pat Unleashed, where politics, politics tweets: If we'd start <laughs> handing down sentences equal to double whatever the falsely oh. accused served or would have served, this crap would end. Yes. Yes, it would. Yeah. There certainly needs to be a penalty of some kind. Right now, there's no penalty a lot of times of any kind. Oh, okay, well, that wasn't true. All right, well, you probably shouldn't have said that then. Don't do it again. All right, see you later. I'll go play. <laughs> um, this is kind of fun. The Pope, the, the actual Pope, you know, the head of the Catholic Church, um, visited with fat lump Michael Moore. <laughs> uh, it would seem... To some people, as though Moore's values and the Pope's would conflict a little bit. You know, maybe to the point where the Pope wouldn't agree to hang out with him. I mean, the Pope doesn't just meet with anybody. Yeah, right. Is he Catholic, Catholic Michael Moore? No, he's not, even, he's not even Catholic anymore. He used to be, I guess, and he's not now. Uh, he's also pro-abortion, very pro-Planned Parenthood, pro-gay marriage. I mean, what exactly... Do these two have in common? Oh, I have a I, suspicion. You know, climate change, socialism, maybe? I, I don't know. <laughs> but according to his wife, and I think this is a problem with the church, isn't it? He hasn't even made the payments he, he agreed to pay her in the divorce settlement. Oh, yeah. Isn't being a deadbeat dad or a deadbeat uh, husband, ex-husband, isn't that a problem? Mm-hmm. His ex-wife says that, the, uh, that he hasn't lived up to a settlement that they reached as part of their divorce. Uh, Kathleen Glynn claimed in a filing 
uh, last week that the Fahrenheit 11.9 director has failed to provide the money he owes her based on the deal they reached in 2014. He has paid her a tidy sum of money, however. $541. Not $541,541. Between June 1st and December 31st of 2014. uh, She agreed. Apparently they had an interesting settlement where she swore off any of the rights to his projects while they were married, even though they worked on them together. But he was supposed to pay her 4% of his earnings from that time forward. So that would mean that Michael Moore made $13,525. That's probably, you know what? Yeah. That, that may be right, actually. Because remember, the latest movie was such a flop. Yeah. It might be something might to be. that. Maybe the guy is just literally, literally uh, on poverty row. I don't know. I don't know. He's he's almost homeless. Well, except for the you know the ten thousand square foot Michigan lake house he has. Other than that, he doesn't have uh, homes in every other city that I know of. Although I do think he has at least three, and they're probably really, really, really large houses too. Well, the one in Michigan mm-hmm. is ten thousand square feet. I mean, he lives inside the house, so it has to be really, really big, really big. Yeah. Or like Jeffy, sometimes they, they have a wrecking ball knock out a wall so they can get in there from time to time. I, I don't know. That's what we have to do to get Jeffy in the building every yeah. day. And, then, and yeah. then the wall's rebuilt daily. So I don't know why they do that. I don't know either. Uh, <laughs> and on rainy days, it kind of stinks because we get here so early. Yeah, because the rain all The rain comes, comes in. in. It's like, hey, when does the construction crew get in today? I don't know. It's been a while. Uh, yeah, so Fahrenheit 11.9. Yeah. Well, see, that, that How much has that brought in so far? 6.2 million. What did it cost to make, does it say? It does not say. I mean, it probably wasn't super expensive. He doesn't spend that much money because it's a documentary. It's not like he's doing special effects and things or paying good actors to be in his movies. But still, that's a flop. Six million? Uh, Fahrenheit 9-11 made 136 million or something to that effect. By I mean, by far and away. The most successful documentary ever made. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Wow. So it cost between 4 and $5 million to make. Okay. So before before marketing. So before marketing. And we've so seen plenty of marketing. He hasn't even bro- broken even on no, that. No, sir. Nor will he probably. Hence the $541 to Mrs. Moore. That's when she gets <laughs> out of this whole thing. Oh, boy. But I mean, that's, isn't that a concern? I, you know, I don't. Maybe I'm not Catholic, so maybe Catholics don't mind that he's hanging out with the likes of Fat Lump Michael Moore. I don't know. Maybe is that a thing to people? Hmm. It seemed like it because I read some of the comments underneath, and people were very upset. And if you're mad about it, you're more likely to post than if yeah, that's hey, true. that's great to see the two of them together. You're probably not gonna. You're probably not going to write that in the comments section. It's about time the Pope visited with Michael Moore. <laughs> so every single review or every single comment I, I read about it, they were all negative. Um, but I, I don't know why this keeps happening. It's, it's very, very strange. A lot of people said they miss Pope De- Benedict. Uh, you must really miss Pope John Paul II. That guy was incredible.
and this guy is is not him. That's for sure. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. If you've been seeing teal pumpkins this year, I guess they're all over the place. Um, I haven't been shopping a lot, so I I haven't noticed them. But if you've been paying attention, you may have noticed teal pumpkins. Now these blue green gourds look cool, but they're actually part of something that's uh, much bigger. Oh, it's called the Teal Pumpkin Project. Oh, that and sounds like a band name right there. I mean, the, the Teal Pumpkin Project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we already have Smashing Pumpkins, so yeah. you might you might be. A little bit of a ripoff, and again. we have the TPP. Yeah, right? so the TPP isn't that the uh, Teal Pumpkin Project? Oh, or the Trans Pacific Partnership? Yeah, trade thing. Right. <laughs> Sorry, continue. But uh, <laughs> they this is an awesome way they say to include kids with food allergies and other conditions in uh, all the trick or treating fun by placing a teal pumpkin on your doorstep. You're letting the neighborhood know. That your house has non-food treats available on Halloween night. That's sweet. <laughs> so everybody will avoid it. Everybody knows not to come to that house. Yeah, Put yeah. out your teal pumpkin, you won't be bothered. Put out your teal pumpkin, you'll be bothered <laughs> by cleaning up eggs off your house. <laughs> <laughs> so you can paint regular pumpkins teal or, you know, there's inflatable oh, yeah, teal that's, pumpkins. That's what I'm doing. You're getting the inflatable? No, I'm going to get a pumpkin and I'm going to get spray paint <laughs> and I'm going to go through the... I just kind of assume that on Halloween, people are looking for candy, and I put candy in a pumpkin and give it to them when they come to the door. How do you figure that out? How did you noodle that one out? Man, I'm just so bright that uh, that's what hit me quite a while ago, too. Uh huh. Okay. Teal, teal pumpkin uh, project flags are available. Teal pumpkin torches. You can get a teal pumpkin lawn sign. No. And no. real Teal pumpkin treat buckets that no. you can display. No. You could also <laughs> add your home to the Food Allergy Research and Education's Teal Pumpkin Project map. <laughs> As, I'm going to do all these things. Oh, man. We need to tweet out I'm, the uh, link to this map. I'm so that getting the map. We could be helpful. I'm, I'm getting the inflatable teal pumpkin. Yeah. I'm going to put it. No, I'm you're not doing all of this. No, you're not. You're spray yes, painting. So cool. Nah, you're going Bob Vila on a gourd. <laughs> Come on, no, this is no, this is no. So if your if your child has food allergies, you know they're allergic to I don't know chocolate or peanuts or whatever, and they're afraid they're going to get a Snickers bar. Don't you just not go trick or treating on Halloween? Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, they've got to be included in the fun too. This is all inclusive. Yes, no, you're you're right. right. No, you're missing that was so this. Insensitive. No, you your kid does the work, mm-hmm. and then you get home and you're like, oh, I'm sorry. This one's got peanuts. Oh, peanuts. This oh, peanut butter. No, and you take them and you stash them in your desk at work, and your kid did all that work for you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then they get to keep, you know, the, um, I don't know, Werther's Originals that are left in there. <laughs> Seriously, that's, don't just not take them. Be the, be the beneficiary of their hard work for you. Uh, that's one way to go. I mean, I, I used to do the hard work of dumping all the candy out of the pumpkin anyway and going through it all to make sure none of it had razor blades in it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Is there anything unwrapped in here where somebody may have done something tampered in some way to the... 
And then, you know, they had the places set up at emergency rooms where you could have it <laughs> x-rayed. We went through all of that so dumb. over an urban legend. All of it. So can't you just do that? Maybe you could do that if your kid has a, a food allergy of some sort. I don't know, man. We are just doing the weirdest things now. Well, give it time, and there will be a different colored pumpkin for who knows what. Like, mm. so the orange pumpkin will just be, oh, that's boring. That's like, you know, that's patriarchy stuff. The uh-huh. teal pumpkin will be for just uh, non-food toys or whatever for your kids. Then we're going to have, like, I don't know, red pumpkin's going to be what? I don't know. we got to think this through. But there will be a different... That means we will shed your blood. Shed your blood? Yeah, yeah it's blood red for we will shed your so blood this house, come to our house. You will bleed at... Uh-huh. Okay. Which is kind of a fun Halloween thing. Yeah, we'll noodle this out. Put and that we'll, fear into them. Get a little chart going. Uh, 888 Larry in Oklahoma. Hi, you're on the blaze. Hello, Mr. Gray. How hey. are you today? Doing good. I need your uh, vast wisdom to enlighten me. I'm, okay. I'm perplexed. Mm-hmm. We've had several uh, pundits and politicians call for the crown prince of uh, Saudi Arabia to resign and for the president to issue sanctions against him mm-hmm. because one member of the Muslim Brotherhood who happens to be employed by the Washington Post and lives in America was apparently killed. And the crown prince had something to do with that. Right. At the same time, we have leaders in Central America and Mexico helping and in some cases aiding and allowing and encouraging their citizens to illegally trek across deserts to come into America. Many of those people are going to be trafficking in drugs, human trafficking, and when they're here, they're going to be raping, stealing, killing American citizens. I have not heard a single pundit or politician call for the president to issue sanctions against any of those countries or call for any of the leaders of those countries to resign. And I'm wondering why there's that discrepancy, or am I getting this wrong? Am I missing something here? <laughs> well, the part, I appreciate the call, Larry. The part you're getting wrong is that uh, the Democrats have to make sense because they don't. I mean, their, their hypocrisy knows no bounds. Their inconsistencies know no bounds. There's just no way to figure out the mindset of, of the left. You just can't. I mean, they. I'm sure that if they heard your list there, they would reject that any of that is happening. Whereas, of course, it happens. Of course, there are some. Uh, there's there's going to be some bad apples that come through the the border, right? We've seen that a million times. Some of these guys have been deported. We just had a story not too long ago where a guy had been deported twenty <coughs> times, and on his twenty first return. Uh, murdered a girl. So how many how many times did the uh, the guy? Uh, where was that murder of the jogger? Um, Iowa. Yeah, Iowa. She was missing for a long time, and it turned out it was an illegal alien. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he'd been deported five or six times. Kate Steinle, California. Yes, Kate Steinle is another example. I mean, over and over, you see this in the left. Oh, those are anomalies. That doesn't happen. They could have been killed by Americans anyway. What? The rape and brutal murders of the two young girls in Houston when you were there. Oh, well, that happened before I was there, but the oh. the death sentence was carried out while I was there. Gotcha. Uh, that was a horrific story. A fourteen and a fifteen year old girl walking through a park. They were they were at a party until like eleven, and they were supposed to be home, so they took a shortcut home. 
because it was 1130 now. And so they took a shortcut through the park. And there happened to be this illegal alien gang. And they were doing in uh, initiations for new gang members. They saw these two girls. They took them. They tortured them. They raped them repeatedly. And they brutally murdered them. So they were on death row. Two of those uh, animals were on death row. And one of them was about to, it was finally time. I think this was 2005 or six or seven. And he was finally, uh, his date had come due. All of his, all of his appeals were over and exhausted. And so they're going to put him to death. Mexico was pissed. You can't execute our citizen. I want you to commute that sentence. And, and Rick Perry was governor at the time. He said, absolutely not. Nope. Who did George Bush sign with, side with? Mexico. And so they sued the state of Texas. Went all the way to the Supreme Court. And by the way, who adjudicated that? Who was the... Who was, in, who who was, was the, the state attorney general? State attorney general. I've never heard of him. But uh, it was see if you can remember. Ted Cruz? Ted Cruz? Mm. I don't know. Something like that? Raphael? <laughs> no. Okay. Well... I mean, <laughs> maybe, maybe that's his real name. Uh, so Ted Cruz uh, went to the Supreme Court, argued that case, Texas won, and they executed the guy. So those people do get through, they slip through the cracks. And that doesn't matter to the left. That doesn't matter. They should have to face families, like the families of those two teenage girls, and tell them, yeah, uh, you're insensitive to the people coming across the border. They should, ha- they should have to look those families in the eye and tell them that. 888 This portion of Pack Grand Leash brought to you by Tack Pack. What is a Tack Pack? That's a monthly subscription box for gun people. If you are a gun enthusiast, this is really cool. Every month, you get a curated package that contains items like uh, AR-15 gear, tactical gear, and... Their boxes contain useful professional-grade gear from top-name brands, 511, Tactical, Strike Industries, a lot more. And every box is valued at $100 to $150, but you get it for $49.95 a month. TACPAC has thousands of Second Amendment-supporting subscribers, so that's what allows them to bring the best possible value to you, the loyal community. Now, if you want to cancel, you can do that at any time. They're not trying to take advantage of you and lock you into a two- or three-year fee. You don't have to do any of that. They operate by the golden rule. It's it's what really sets them apart. There's no contract to sign. You can cancel any time with no strings attached, no fees, no wait. It's really easy to do. So head over to TACPAC.com. That's T-A-C. P-A-C-K dot com. Use the promo code Blaze at checkout and you'll get a free TACPAC gun cleaning mat. It's TACPAC dot com. By the way, I've got TACPAC. some TACPAC.com. bad news here. <clears throat> Pat, um, mm-hmm. I'm looking at my neighborhood map at the um, at the uh, Teal Pumpkin Project website. Mm-hmm. Can you believe there's not one Teal Pumpkin Project uh, oh, wow. location you know why? in my Texas. This is this crappy state of Texas where they don't care about children's food allergies. Yeah. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> Nobody's going to spray paint it. Nobody's <laughs> going to do that. Oh, well. 
Um, Hate the children, I guess. I guess so. Mm-hmm. Speaking of pumpkins, um, I saw this list last night of 15 things you don't know about oh, no. See, Costco's okay. $5.99 pumpkin Pat, pie. Pat and clickbait. <laughs> Pat and clickbait. <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm a sucker for it. And so I thought, uh-oh, because uh, we've eaten these pumpkin pies from Costco a lot of times. And was I thought, okay, we're going to find out that, I don't know, they make them with arsenic or something. And what was the headline again? 15 what? 15 things you didn't know about Costco's five ninety nine <laughs> okay. pumpkin pie. Instead, it's not things that, you know, you need to know because it's scary. <laughs> it, it's all the good things about it. Like, okay. the pies are huge. <laughs> what? They, they weigh three and a half pounds. One I didn't know that. Yeah, I did. I That's saw a fun it. fact right there. I looked at them. Uh, the other thing you don't know, another thing, not the, uh, they're a bargain. <laughs> what in the world? How about this? Uh, they're grown, all the pumpkins are grown in Illinois. Wow. Is that special That's or what? That's a fun fact. Here's another one. They use Dickinson pumpkins. <laughs> and the Dickinson this pumpkin? is maybe my favorite. The seeds don't go to waste. Well, I, now how many would you buy? They don't waste the pumpkin seeds? <laughs> what color are teal pumpkin seeds, by the way? <laughs> Bob, I've been afraid the show's going to be over before they get done. Welcome. Great to have you with us. <laughs> Pack Ray Unleashed. 888-900-3393. Story is going to make you feel good. The quick action of police in this case uh, saved <coughs> probably thousands of lives. There was a teen in, in uh, Chicago who posted an image of an airsoft toy gun on his social media account. And uh, the police were alerted, and they quickly went into action and arrested this animal. Yeah. Thank you, Chicago police, for getting this animal off the street. Uh, Park Ridge Police Department said that uh, they received phone calls Tuesday night from concerned parents who had seen a post on social media with a teen posing with what looked like a gun. The teen was Mustafa Obeyed, an 18-year-old who uh, posted the image of himself with the toy. So police were dispatched to his home, and here's what happened. They discovered a black airsoft replica weapon in his vehicle. Now, these things fire little plastic projectiles, if you've ever, if you've never come in contact with them. Uh, They can't hurt you. Unless, I mean, you, they could put an eye out. You shoot somebody in the eye with that, you put an eye out. Yeah. Didn't your mom always tell you that? Stop running with that stick or you'll put an eye out. Don't shoot that airsoft gun at people's eyes or you'll put an eye out. This kid could quite conceivably have put the eyes out of thousands of people. So wow. he is off the streets now. You can rest easy. They arrested him. The police have been applauded for their swift success in arresting this 18-year-old animal. So, wait. Did he say anything threatening? Does it look real? No, but the, you, I, just the photo of the toy gun in itself is threatening enough, isn't it? What do you want to wait until he's killed? <laughs> he's committed genocide? 
Is that what you want to wait, Tom? Uh, um, is that what you want to So do? if it were obvious it was a toy gun, mm-hmm. then this is more pathetic than if otherwise. So, but the fact that they arrested him is unbelievable. I mean, let, let's it just is. say, let's just say it looks real. I mean, what's yes? Let's just say it looks real. Okay, you can't post a picture of a gun, right? Anymore is that a is that a law? Okay, but then we've got people concerned. All right, fine, whatever. It's another layer. Then go, the police show go up. Go talk to him. Yeah, go talk to him. Just make sure because you see, it's an airsoft. Because gun. if it turns and out to be, oh, yeah, airsoft. That's right. So yeah, they arrested him. Yeah, they arrested him for. Um, uh, the charge they used was... Posing in bad lighting? What? I mean, seriously, what do you charge him with? Disturbing the peace. Okay. Disturbing the peace. So that photo on Snapchat disturbed a, the peace. A picture. Mm-hmm. A photograph, if you will. So that's... I assume that's going to go on the kid's record. That's So he's going to be considered dangerous for the rest of his life? <laughs> I don't know. But thanks to the swift... Success in locating and arresting him. Uh, all try—he's uh, just probably genocide was averted here. Thank goodness. <clears throat> Thank goodness. Wow. Yeah. So swift action. Way well, to go. <clears throat> I think. I think all of the real guns, all of the real guns that have been causing problems on the streets of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've already cleaned up all of those. So now they're going after the fake ones. Yes. You know. Well, they've cleaned it up to the point where you only have 70 or 80 shootings every weekend in Chicago. So, I mean, they're just about there, you know, in cleaning up the actual trouble that's happening on the streets of that city. But they did get the airsoft kid. They got him off the streets. By the way, um, our, our, uh, our morning show team mm. is looking for this picture of this kid with oh, this the airsoft, airsoft gun. Good. But apparently, mm-hmm. apparently the picture is deemed too scary. Is it? It's been removed. We been can't removed. find oh, it. It's man. like it's not even out there. They probably did scrub it from the internet. They probably did, so you wouldn't upset any more people. Either that or they scrubbed it because they were embarrassed that they arrested a kid for posing with uh, it. That's, mm. No, they're, they're proud of this. Mm. They're proud of it. Swift action. Swift action. Oh, wait. You know what? That reminds me. I have ADD. And uh, speaking of Swift, makes me think of Taylor Swift mm. and... Um, Tom Sheehan posted this uh, meme that said, every song is about her poor choices in men, and she endorses Phil Bresden, the uh, Democrat there in Tennessee. Yeah. That's kind of funny. I like that. She can't in good conscience uh, (laughs) endorse the woman because the woman was, she's, you know, she's about to commit genocide herself. How so? She's a Republican. Oh, say no more. Sorry. Yep. Got it. She's a Republican. You can't trust Republicans. No. Uh, two Democrats, though, um, are several Democrats are talking about a couple of different ways that they can remove Brett Kavanaugh from office from well, not office, but the bench of the U.S. Supreme Court by impeaching by him? impeaching. Well, no, they don't want to impeach him. That's what? too hard. Okay. That's the constitutional way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's too hard. So there's a couple. What? Plus, impeachment is a polarizing process. <laughs> These others wouldn't be. Now, this is an article from uh, the Washington Post uh-huh. where they tell us every time in, in, in their mast on their website, the democracy dies in darkness. Oh, yes, they do. So they're, they're illuminating this problem because democracy dies in dark, darkness. So I, I don't know why they're worried about in this country because <laughs> we're not a democracy. So who cares? <laughs> 
just typed in democracydiesindarkness.com just for the fun of it. And it redirects to Washington Post. They literally bought the domain democracy dies in darkness. That's great. Jeez. Uh, No wonder Trump loves these people so much. Uh Uh-huh. Continually goes after the Washington Post and Bezos. Um. <laughs> Impeachment is polarizing, mm-hmm. one that even many Democrats appear uneasy about pursuing if they win control in Congress. In Congress, um, without two thirds majority in the Senate, impeachment would be doomed to fail anyway. Okay. So they know they can't get away with it. But a Democratic Congress and a future Democratic president could <laughs> still remove Kavanaugh from the Supreme Court if they want, without needing to impeach him. Oh. There's two other ways, apparently, to kick a justice, a sitting justice, off the court, neither of which requires a supermajority, and neither of which, by the way, are in the Constitution. So these are extra constitutional ways to get rid of a Supreme Court justice. Extra constitutional. Okay. Isn't that this great? is going to be fun. This is going to be rich. Some people would call it unconstitutional. <laughs> in the first, a new president would nominate and the Senate would confirm, by majority vote, a justice, in this case Kavanaugh, to a different post on an intermediate court of appeals, like the D.C. Circuit, where he just came from. Uh, the justice would, in effect, be demoted. Wow. I've never heard of such a thing, that's... but apparently that's doable. Okay. I don't know. <clears throat> Very well. Then there's the second way. Um, in 2006, an article... From the Yale Law Journal, two scholars, uh, and these were conservatives actually, amassed a, a historical evidence that the framers understood the good behavior standard to be judicially rather than just politically enforceable. So, as proposed in this article, Congress could pass a statute authorizing a specially constituted bench of federal judges. Like, Five randomly drawn judges to determine whether a particular judge, obviously Kavanaugh, had violated the good behavior standard. Okay, stop. This is unbelievable. Oh, boy. That special bench could then hold a hearing and, if convinced by the evidence, make the requisite finding to trigger his exit from the bench. Wow. This approach wouldn't require a congressional supermajority. It would just need a presidential signature. <clears throat> That I, that is not outlined in the Constitution. This so is I madness. Know, I don't know how. Are you really that psychotic about Brett Kavanaugh? I guess so. You know what this is? This is the oh wait 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 till the uh, electors meet in December, and maybe we can convince some of the states to vote <clears throat> the other way. That's what that is. <clears throat> but that has an end date of like December twelfth or whatever it is every year. <clears throat> this right here, they're going to do this till the end of time. Brett Kavanaugh, man. God bless you. You know what this is? This is uh, from a group of people who haven't been taught how to handle defeat. You lost. Okay? You lost. And nobody will tell them that in their youth. You didn't lose. You participated. That was so good. Here's a trophy. Good for you. You got a trophy. At the end of the at the end of the game, here's a game ball. But I struck out four times. I know, but you tried really hard. You didn't lose. You did good. You did so well. No, you struck out four times. Still, here's the game ball. You're the MVP. And it's worse than that. And that's happened their whole lives. And now they can't accept the fact that the guy is on the bench. Leave it. 
shut up and move on. It's like a double whammy. I mean, we are absolutely setting up our kids to fail based on what you just said, how we reward them for nothing. And we also tell them they're great when they're not necessarily great. Yes. Look at American Idol. <clears throat> Look at auditions for that. Yeah. They've been told their whole lives, man, you're so good. You're so freaking good. And seriously, I, I think some of these are jokes when they do it, but I think some of them are because they haven't been told their whole life. And so they're shocked mm-hmm. because they've been told when they can't even carry a tune that they're magnificent and they should be a professional singer. So they go and try it and embarrass themselves and they don't even know it. Well, I've been told by my parents all my life that I was fantastic. What do you mean that sucked? Dreadful. <laughs> I mean, what do you mean? What do you mean that's a little pitchy dog? What do you what do you mean? <laughs> what is that is that a compliment? Cuz <laughs> I've been cute. told I'm fantastic. I was going to win this competition. Yeah. Huh. Yep. Yeah, this is a result of that. Yeah, and they've grown up, and now they're adults, and they are um, forcing people to make right turns that they didn't want to in Portland, Oregon, and beating up cars and setting fire to things. And yeah, and punching candidates in the face. Oh, that's good, yes. All of these uh, kinds of things. Uh, a Democratic operative was arrested in Nevada after assaulting a female Republican staffer. A tracker for a liberal super PAC. Now, a tracker is somebody who tracks a candidate during their campaign, right? Mm-hmm. To record whether they've done anything wrong. Candidate or staff, just try to catch them in embarrassing situations. Essentially, they stalk Republican candidates. Stalking, yes. A, a stalker. Is, uh, so tracker is a synonym for stalker, exactly. So this tracker uh, for a super PAC, a liberal super PAC, was arrested Tuesday night in Nevada for assaulting the female campaign manager for GOP gubernatorial candidate Adam Lexolt. Kristen Davidson told police the man grabbed her arm and twisted it behind her back, leaving her visibly bruised. Uh, She said, I couldn't move. Stark grabbed my right arm, twisted it behind my back, squeezed it very hard. And every time time I tried to pull away, he pulled me closer and gripped my arm tighter. (sighs) I kept screaming, help me. Stop hurting me. You're hurting me. Stark would not stop, grabbed my arm tighter, and pulled me closer to him and the door. I was terrified, and at that point, saw multiple colleagues try to pull him off me. But Stark held on even tighter. Good grief. Campaign shared some images of her bruising, adding that her neck, shoulder, and lower back were also injured. Uh, Davidson wrote in the report to police that the right side of her head was throbbing in, in pain after the attack, and... You know, that's that's not a, an assault on a woman. No. Because right it was a Democrat tracker who did that. Tracker. So nothing nothing bad there. That's perfectly fine for them to do. And the Minnesota Democrat Party has suspended a spokesman for calling for violence against Republicans. <laughs> what? They, they suspended? They actually took action? Whoa. How about that? What? <clears throat> Write this down. October 18th. 2018. Uh, the Democrat Farmer Labor Party <laughs> okay. has suspended communications staffer William Davis for one week without pay after making a Facebook post joke uh, that Democrats would bring Republicans to the guillotine. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> guillotine talk on a Thursday morning, everybody. <laughs> In this political environment, that's funny, right? It sure is. <laughs> You're gonna, guillotine Republicans. You're going to cut their heads off. Wow, that's 
That's rich. That's funny. <laughs> so he got suspended days after uh, Minnesota State Representative Sarah Anderson was punched in the arm after spotting a man destroying Republican yard signs. She tried to get him to stop. Whoa. And he came up to her and she finally got back in her car and tried to take off and he hit her on the arm. Uh, it was just insane. He was charging me saying, why don't you go kill yourself? <laughs> to have someone physically coming after you and attacking you is just disheartening. Well, yeah, that's one word for it. Also, Plymouth police are investigating uh, the alleged assault. She wasn't the only GOP candidate attacked. First time state representative candidate Shane uh, Meekland suffered a concussion after getting sucker punched while speaking with constituents at a restaurant in Benton County. He, he, he told the Washington Free Beacon he has suffered <clears throat> memory loss from it. Oh, boy. Wow. Doctors tell him he'll have four to six week recovery time because he got a concussion. Uh, he said he was cold cocked while sitting at a high top table at a local eatery and his head hit the floor when the guy punched him. So it's becoming a regular thing. Democrats physically assaulting Republicans. Yes, it is. Well, then. Okay. Which leads to this tweet from Sean King. Oh, no. Sean King is the uh, white black guy. (laughs) Yeah, Black Lives Matter. Who's a big Black Lives Matter Uh activist. (laughs) But the white black guy said, I've said it before, but I need to say it again. I'm grateful for Antifa. It's weird that it's politically incorrect for me to say so. It's weird. Hmm. (laughs) I'm glad that we have people in this country who stand up to fascism and bigotry and are willing to confront hate face to face. Thank you, he said to them. Yeah, he's he's grateful to these violent thugs for going out and beating people Ugh. and causing riots. And these aren't hypothetical things. This is crazy. These are Democrats calling for violence yeah. and it's playing out for real. Yeah, and people are getting violent. 888 uh, if your ears aren't clean, it can be really uncomfortable and it can affect your hearing. And it can kind of sound like when you talk, you're talking in a tunnel. I, I hate that. Like when water gets caught in your ears after swimming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And your ears can itch, it can get painful, plugged up. There's a really great solution that doesn't involve Q tips and it doesn't involve, you know, flames being put near your head. And it doesn't even involve going to a doctor where, you know, that's the place where you can really get it settled in a decent way. Same system, just at home. The Wax RX system, developed by physicians. It's the one they trust the most. And uh, it comes, Wax RX comes with everything you need to clean out your earwax and condition your ears conveniently and safely at home for less than the cost of a doctor's visit. Comes with everything you need. It's got the special. Wax softening drops to break down the earwax inside. Specially engineered pump f- fitted with a unique tip to gently deliver the perfect amount of cleansing pressure to flush it all out. And then there's the pH condition formula that rinses and soothes your ears, making the ultimate most complete removal system available. Go to usewaxrx.com and use the, the code radio to have it shipped to your door for free. Free Standard shipping when you use the code radio. Use waxrx.com. Triple eight nine Uh just talking about how out of control and unhinged the Democrats are right now. Here's a look 
at uh, just how unhinged they are as they espouse violence. Michelle From always says, Michelle Obama, I love her. When they go From low, we go high. No. No. When they go low, we kick them. When they go low, we go. Yes, we do. When they go low, I say, we hit harder. So what did you see in Michelle Obama last night? Well, I think the thing about it was that she spoke from the heart. When they go low, we go high. Please get up in the face of some Congress people. I am reminded of what my friend Michelle Obama advised us all. When they go low, we go high. You cannot be civil with a political party that wants to destroy what you stand for, what you care about. When they go low, we go high. If we are fortunate enough to win back the House and or the Senate, that's when civility can start again. Do you see anybody from that cabinet? You get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. That's what this new Democratic Party is about. These guys are inciting violence. Mm-hmm. They, it's just flat-out incitement of violence. But don't say target a district if you're on the right. Yeah. Or else you should be thrown behind bars. Um, it is, it's, it's pretty bad now. I mean, the, the gloves are off from the left. They, they, and they, don't, they just don't care. Louis Farrakhan. Anybody see his recent sermon? I think it was on... Uh, sermon, was no. Was this this last weekend? The recon of a sermon? Where he's ranting and raving about Jews. And <sighs> you, it's hard to believe what he actually calls them. Here's, uh, here's Farrakhan. Now, white folk don't like Farrakhan. Some mm. of them mm-hmm. respect me. Really? Like who? But those who have been our deceivers, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they can't stand me. <clears throat> what is, I'm not mad with you. Oh, okay, good. It's been concerned about In that. In fact, really, mm-hmm. no. the members of the Jewish community that don't like me, mm-hmm. oh, thank members you very much. Really, the Jewish community for putting my name all over the planet mm-hmm. because of your fear mm-hmm. of what we represent. I can go anywhere in the world, and they've heard of Farrakhan. Yeah. Thank you very much. I'm not mad at you. Because really you're so care. stupid. Oh, wow. Don't you know, my teacher, Elijah Muhammad, taught me one day. Mm-hmm. He said, there once was a donkey that fell in the ditch. And everybody came along, they picked up a stone and threw it at the donkey. Yeah. They threw so many stones till the ditch got filled up and yeah. the donkey walked out. Oh. So my teacher said, brother, remember, every knock is a boost. That's powerful. Every so when they talk about Farrakhan, Call me a hater. You know what they do. Yeah, I know. What Call me an anti-Semite. Right. Stop it. Hmm. I'm anti-termite. Whoa. Oh, burn. Is, that, is he calling Jews termites? There, isn't that? <laughs> what you do? I don't know Second nothing grade. about 
hating somebody you because don't. of their uh, religious preference? Or he doesn't really. He just railed against Jews and seemingly called them termites, right? I don't know, Pat. All I know is that every knock is a boost. Wow, that's beautiful. That's uh-huh. beautiful. Thank you. And how about the donkey story? A donkey <laughs> fell in the ditch okay. and people started throwing rocks at it. So apparently nobody hit the donkey with the rock. Wow. It's in a ditch. Yeah, it should be hard. And they threw so many rocks that he was able to climb out of the ditch on top of the rocks. And why are you throwing rocks at a poor donkey that's stuck in a ditch? What did the know. donkey do? I don't understand yeah, that. I don't, I don't know. But a donkey is a pretty big target. You should be able yeah. to hit it in the head a few times. That's the. I think that's the, the takeaway here. <laughs> Is that <laughs> apparently nobody in his parable really bad can throwers? Aim. Really bad. I mean, how big of a ditch are they dealing with here? Is you the got, donkey running around? Is he standing still? What's going on? None of you guys play baseball, quite clearly. Mm-hmm. None of you. So, I mean, that's an embarrassment that you threw that many stones. Yeah. The donkey just walked out of the ditch. I don't even know that I would use that story on my little <sighs> sermon trip there. Wow. Okay. That guy is something else. I mean, this is the guy, though, who basically said. Uh, that his group killed Malcolm X, and it's none of your business because he wasn't your problem. He was ours. Hmm. He's been doing an outrageous uh, and violent rhetoric for a really long time. He's got it down to his science. But now it's spreading throughout the Democrat Party, inciting violence all over the place, and nobody seems to care. Triple Eight. 93. We're gonna have stew. Oh, did he uh, wake up? Is he waking? Okay. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Added Pat Unleashed <laughs> on Twitter, where Kim Lewandowski tweets. We were discussing uh, the teal pumpkin project. That's where, you know. Because some kids have food allergies, mm-hmm. look for the teal pumpkin, and then you can go to that house safely. They'll give away toys or toothpaste or something. I don't know what they're going to give. <laughs> motor oil. Apples. Hey, here, kids, here's a quart of motor oil. Thanks. What is that, like a $5 value? Well, my next-door neighbor growing up, the old people gave us dimes every year. Ugh. That was not a fun... Anyway, Kim Lewandowski tweets, uh, I think they should create a... Different colored pumpkin for houses that give out pennies or raisins instead of candy. Yeah, that sucks. Yep. Yeah, it sucks. They need to be toilet paper when they do that. Uh, from Steve Madursky, he says, never mind the teal pumpkins. Just look for the house covered with toilet paper and eggs. <laughs> <laughs> That's the house. Yeah. Uh, also, this from uh, Struggling Lumbee was... Stu at the ALCS game last night? Maybe the interfering with a two-run home run? Uh-oh. Uh, Were you there? Is that Was that you? Because you was, are the Canadian sports celebrity who did that at a Blue Jays game. Uh, thank you for uh, addressing me that way. I appreciate uh-huh. that. Um, first of all, I always catch the ball. Uh, so that's one thing you would so know that would not be me. Okay. Uh, secondly, my I, I never interfere. Um, there are sure, you know, just, just like... The government mm-hmm. does things that are wrong. False accusations exist, as we've seen recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a false accusation um, and a uh, misguided mm-hmm. judgment uh, by uh, the the, uh, the, the Major umpires. League Baseball umpire, yeah. uh, who uh, said I did interfere and called uh, the Blue Jays hitter out, um, mm-hmm. which was incorrect. Uh, but I, I, it was an incredible <laughs> catch, and I appreciate you. Uh, they still haven't co- recovered from that, by the way. They didn't make the playoffs <laughs> again this year. 
and they haven't since your uh, your incredible catch. I would. Uh, uh, no, they did they after that. Yeah, twice, by the way, for the first oh, okay. time in multiple right. decades. So thank you for that. But <laughs> this year, I will admit to a BYU-like performance oh, wow. uh, from the Blue Jays. Wow, uh, that was, hey, you, was not. Hey, you set your own trap, Pat. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm sorry. BYU has a winning record this year, despite the fifth mm. toughest schedule in the country. I will say, too, so. by the way, I saw um, if you were betting $100 on every team in all of college football, Mm-hmm. Uh, to uh, win every game. Don't say uh, it. The best result you would have would be if you bet on BYU. Really? Because of Especially because of that, what was it, the Wisconsin game yeah, Wisconsin. that they won? They yeah. won, they were such underdogs in that game. You would actually yeah. be, that. it would be your highest profit of any team nice. in all of college football. It's pretty oh. good. Wow, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too bad you don't bet. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> and you'll recall, yeah. I did bet uh, for BYU to win that yeah, game. Yeah, and then he screwed it up by betting on who else? I think I parlayed that. Is uh, it the Astros? It was uh, an Atlanta team. I forgot. It might have been the Braves that night or... I don't know. I think we all know not to bet on Atlanta teams. Have we not learned oh, this? Oh, we, we know not? this, okay. but I don't really <laughs> okay. learn it. Yeah. <laughs> I learned it. All right. So the NFL ratings, uh, they're uh, they're horrific again, mm. right? They're just they're in the toilet. They're in the tank. Yeah. There's no coming back. Uh, yeah. Donald Trump has destroyed their ratings or something. This is a, it's an interesting thing that we go through, I think, here. The new American social media culture in which mm-hmm. we have these outrages that last for a month or two months and everyone makes up their mind about them. And then, and then no one ever bothers to look back at whether any of the stuff that was said at the time was true. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, interesting, this time they actually have gone back and they've looked at the ratings of the NFL from last year when the kneeling thing was the big controversy. And pretty much what they found uh, is that all all of the hype about how the ratings were terrible for the NFL, mm-hmm. um, there is not very much evidence that that ever occurred. Really? Um, which is pretty amazing. We kind of got a hint of this initially with the uh, when the initial ratings came out, which showed the NFL ratings were slightly down for the year. However, they were down less than uh, network television as a whole. And you think, wow. like, well, if this is a big Trump effect or a big... And again, Trump effect, I think, on both sides, right? Like, I think mm-hmm. if you're a big-time liberal and you are a big Black Lives Matter uh, fan, you also could be annoyed at the NFL. I mean, Colin Kaepernick isn't playing. I don't know if anyone's noticed this. He's not in the league. Mm-hmm. So there are people on the left who are very upset at the NFL, too. And there's people on the right who don't like the kneeling thing, even though it's only... At this point, no one's doing it, really. But, uh, you know, there wasn't a huge percentage, at, even at the time. Um, but... So they went back and looked at uh, at the ratings, and it was pretty fascinating. Um, we have a couple uh, graphs here. This is from USA Today. They went through and, and did this. this. The first one is is a list, basically a look at all of the markets. You can kind of see it here if you happen to be watching on the Blaze TV. But I'll explain it for Blaze uh, radio people. Um, you do see that like the lowest, uh, biggest drops in ratings did happen in red uh, cities, cities that were uh, you know that went for Trump. We're in generally speaking Trump areas, and the biggest rises happen to be in blue areas. Mm-hmm. Um, however, when you look at that, you remember what a factor on ratings the sport of football is, because the ratings where you see the biggest drops are Phoenix, which was a was a coming off a, uh, a Super Bowl hope season, then a disaster last year where they well, I mean they went about five hundred, but it was a bad season. Houston who started off with lots of excitement with Deshaun Watson. He gets hurt. Mm-hmm. The season falls apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you had uh, Indianapolis, who lost Andrew Luck for the year, and they were the worst team in the league, arguably. Uh, and then uh, you had uh, outlying cities of Dallas, who came off a, what was a 13-3 and uh, season, and then missed the playoffs last year with Ezekiel Elliott uh, suspended and right. things like that. 
Uh, so, and then you have uh, Minneapolis was one of the big ratings risers, which mm-hmm. of course is a blue state. Um, and and so that was that was part of it. I would extend mm-hmm. this too to remember. Think of the if you think of the league as a whole, it's a problem. Think of the biggest markets in the NFL: New York, Jets, Giants, both terrible, right? Uh, uh, Chicago, terrible last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, San Francisco, terrible last year, except for the very end of the year when they you know won a few games, but they were one of the worst teams in the league for most of the year. L.A., I mean, you had the two teams kind of going in there. It's kind of hard to look at that. But Houston was another example. These The biggest markets in the league were bad. Wow. When you go to the final uh, group, obviously, uh, Philadelphia football Eagles were the Super Bowl champions. They won the Super Bowl. Oh, really? I didn't know. Uh, and, you know, at this point, our Philly's a, it's, not a, it's not as big a market as it used to be. Um, people seem to be fleeing uh, in large or being murdered one of the two the, the population <laughs> does seem to be dropping um but minneapolis which is not a huge market as far as size goes for football markets i remember jacksonville made the the afc championship game last mm-hmm. year so the teams that were good came from uh, you know leaning smaller markets and the teams that were bad were from really large markets but still uh if we look at uh, the second graph here this really explains the difference um this is a uh, an experience, uh, 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 a comparison of playoff markets where most markets, almost three quarters of markets that were in the playoffs had their ratings go up wow. year to year. In non-playoff markets, it was about 50-50. Mm-hmm. It was really the teamless markets, the markets that didn't have teams in the first place where the, where the ratings did go down. Um, you could say maybe some of that is a, is a uh, uh, you know, people getting sick of the politics of it, and I think that's certainly possible. But what they showed was... Uh, People, first of all, when they're watching their home team, ratings were actually not down at all. People didn't flee their home team. So maybe there was a, okay, if you're in, you know, I don't know, Idaho, and there's not a team really around you that you're necessarily that passionate about, maybe you ignored football a little bit more. Um, but who was, the, the? I guess the biggest difference here is the difference here when you look at, um, uh, when you break it up between Trump and Clinton counties. And this last graph here with the little squiggly lines, the little... It shows this pretty clearly. Um, uh, and what it shows is uh, ratings starting at the beginning of the season, uh, relatively high, dropping a little bit by uh, week five, which is kind of when the big Pence walkout was, oh, yeah. um, and then rising back up. However, when you see it in context, the exact same thing happened in 2016 before that. the controversy. And in fact, the ratings were better in Trump counties than they were in Clinton counties. Um, the oh. ratings were actually superior, and and also uh, the worst. The ratings were worse in Clinton, worst in Clinton counties. Um, so, and if you look at uh, overall, even after there was a slight drop in some Trump areas, but the ratings overall in Trump areas were better than they were in Clinton areas. Um, it does not seem to be much of anything. It's just a perception uh, thing. It's huh? just a perception thing. Now look, that's I, I, don't, I think the NFL s- sees the perception as reality yeah, and, they, yeah, and that's yeah. why they, you know, they've tried to deal with this and have had a difficult time doing so. And Trump, I think Trump likes the NFL <laughs> issue because tr- it's good for Trump, yeah. right? Like it reminds I mean, how many times did we go out there and say like I, you know, we're not maybe the biggest Trump supporters in America. Um, but you know, like it's uh, he's right on that issue, right? Like I mean, oh, yeah. flatly yeah. Uh, it is. Re- I think he takes it too far, and I don't want him involved in it. But I mean, when it comes down to whether they're making the the right point, um, I think they're incorrect on the facts when it comes to the people who are kneeling. Right. I would also argue that I don't want them to be, you know, invading my football space with it if I can help it. They have the right mm-hmm. to do it, I think, but I really don't want them to do it. <laughs> so I'm with him on on general generalities when it comes around it. But 
it just seems like uh, in 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 the end, when we all look back and everyone's bored of the issue and has forgotten about the issue and everyone says, ah, remember that whole thing when, when all the ratings went to, into the tank? Well, it doesn't seem to be true at all. And in fact, ratings are up again this year. And didn't you, and I'm sorry, I don't know if you're prepared to talk about this, but I remember you and I passing in the hall a few weeks ago, um, the John Elway, I'm sorry, John Elway, the uh, Peyton Manning effect, right? That was part of it too, right? That was pretty interesting too, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the arguments, now look, there every... We talked we talked about this with network TV. Network TV fell more than the NFL did last year. Um, ratings in general are going down for television because people are going to other things. They're going to digital video. They're going to all sorts of different, you know, Netflix and mm-hmm. all this. Um, so we all know that there's a there's a an erosion every year that comes from cable. People are on, are pulling the plug on that. Um, so that's kind of natural. However, one of the big issues was. Uh, one of the, the things that, that pads the overall numbers are these high-profile games. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. we have a lot less of them since Pey- Peyton Manning retired. Uh, Peyton Manning was responsible for you know more than half of the top-rated football games in the regular season over the past couple of decades because it was Manning and Brady. I mean, it was, a lot of times it was a Manning-Brady matchup. That certainly happened a lot. Mm-hmm. People were so into that. With Manning leaving... I mean, there's up-and-coming stars, and I don't think it's, it's a long-term health issue, but they lost some of that very mm-hmm. high end, some of those big spikes when Manning was no longer playing and, and being competitive, and, and that's a little bit of the erosion as well. Interesting, yeah. I wanted it to be the kneeling thing, so uh, thanks for destroying my hopes and dreams. <laughs> well, I can't. <laughs> now, now it's the tackling thing that's happening. Yeah, right. <laughs> now you just don't allow to tackle. That's... I, that's the thing. It's like I think we all – we get into these things. It's not just the right by any means. The left is doing this all the time. And yeah. you, and you, at the end, you, you, a lot of yeah. times you find out that it was never as big of a deal. We get these. We're, we're like in constant moral panic over everything. And at the end of the day, you know, these things aren't real in most cases. We talked about this with mm-hmm. um, uh, a very recent example was the movie, um, uh, the the Moon movie. What was it? Uh, First, oh, Man? First Man. First Man. Mm-hmm. And so there's a big. I, I heard a radio host today on the way in here saying like, "Oh, First Man's out there. Like, oh, I'm not going to go see that. They wouldn't plant the. They wouldn't show the planting the flag. It was a big story for what? Th- you know, a week maybe. And they didn't show the planting. And they, but they didn't did show, the show the flag. Yeah, they showed the, the flag. Not only they showed the flag, they showed that flag yeah. planted in the moon. Uh-huh. It's just not. They don't. They didn't they reenact that didn't one particular moment out of the. And, yeah. You know, Ryan Gosling helped create that problem yep. because he yeah. did an interview where he mm-hmm. talked about yeah we didn't do it because it wasn't you know we wanted it to be a mankind thing not an american thing yeah well if I, you just wouldn't have said that nobody would have even noticed may, may, well someone asked him about it so someone had to have noticed before mm-hmm. he said that right um i i think though Maybe. you're right it wouldn't have been a big as big a deal he blew that one i would say mm-hmm. and it's hurt the movie i think you know again mm-hmm. at least that's my perception whether that we're going to find out in two years that it didn't hurt the movie i don't know mm-hmm. um well, they but, didn't do that well they were only third yeah and that without disappointing because it looks it really is, good it is good but they put really good they pointed out i have not seen the movie yet but um they do show the flag uh, mm-hmm. in the background the yes. flag is on the spaceship it's on their uniforms and it's uh, in the ground in the moon it's in the ground in the moon the yes. exact thing that they said they didn't show is there they just yeah. didn't show the the point where they put it in the moon the right. other thing is after uh the whole moon thing and i don't want to give you a spoiler here but they actually did safely land on the moon um, yeah, it was pretty oh, wow. pretty amazing. I probably ruined the movie. That now. happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, after that, okay. they show all the headlines. USA lands on the moon. Like it, you know, uh-huh. it, like they're not hiding the fact that it's a it's a it's yeah. an American and they achievement. Went around, while they were there, they showed the international response to it, which was also pretty American. People yeah. were talking about America doing this, and it was. I mean, they it was fine. I did. I certainly wasn't offended by it. I think they. 
they did it really well. And you did see it? Yeah. And you liked it? Yeah. It was a good... It I was, liked it a lot. Just as a movie outside of the controversy, yeah, it was solid? Yeah, it's really good. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it looked really good. It I is good. Uh, I mean, geez. It's good. So, yeah, it's, I, I feel like we get into these patterns too we often. Do. Yeah, we do. Uh, somebody has said that we're addicted to outrage. <laughs> well, that's I forget a, who said that. But sounds familiar. Interesting though. way to yeah. put that. As, uh, yeah, isn't it? Uh, by the way. So uh, we should talk about that for a while. Or like, like, maybe write, write it about it. Yeah, write, write about it. it probably it wouldn't work. So yeah, there's enough not. for a book? or <laughs> Something <laughs> long form, I think, would be a, the, the, okay. the yeah, best way to... A, uh, I don't know, pamphlet or a book <laughs> or something. Uh, have you noticed that the uh, Chargers... Are in trouble already in Los Angeles. Some people are saying that <laughs> oh, the no. uh, Chargers aren't going to make it in L.A. Oh boy! Uh, their PSL, their personal uh, uh, seat license or Those whatever that suck. is, mm-hmm. that's a struggle to get people to pay for a, a license uh, for their seat. It's, an, so it's a, can, one of the ultimate scams of all time. Isn't though. It's it fantastic. You, oh, you have to buy. You have to spend three times as much as you would normally spend for the tickets to buy a seat license, uh, which you can just hold on to and. I guess at the end, sell is the, is the theory, but I mean, it's, they're not good investments. No, uh, no. I mean that's crazy. Yeah. But for some reason, they can't get they can't even fill up a twenty seven thousand seat stadium. Really weird. I mean, again, the, the, the Chargers are a pretty good team too. Yeah, they are. Um, which is very yeah, strange. They're having a decent year. Yeah, with well, four, I think at four and two. Yeah. Um, and the only teams, two teams they've lost to uh, was uh, Kansas the City and the Rams. Yeah, the two teams that are probably the best two teams in the league. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so yeah, I mean it's, that's been very very odd uh, to see very. that because they're you know they they're close to their old city. You'd think they'd be able to get twenty seven thousand people to drive up from San Diego to watch <laughs> right? the games. And, that's, uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. All right, we're going to uh, talk to Stu about this uh, the Saudi Arabian journalist uh, where they they were interrogating the guy and then they slipped and sawed him up with a bone saw. That it happens. Just re- it was it really does happen. It does happen from time to time. Mm-hmm. First, let me tell you about uh, home title lock. If uh, you haven't protected your home's title and, and your mortgage. You really need to do this. This is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. And they thieves, these mortgage thieves, can find your mortgage and transfer all of your information, forge your signature in about 15 minutes. And then they, go, they take that information to another bank and take out a home equity loan. Or they could even, they don't do this very often because they don't need to because they've taken out $100,000 loans uh, 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 with your with your mortgage. But they could sell your home right out from under you. And then you're in real trouble. There's no bank. There's no identity theft program. There's no insurance that can protect you from this. What there is is home title lock. Do what I did. Sign up for home title lock today. For just pennies a day, Home Title Lock puts a barrier around your home's uh, title and mortgage. And the instant they detect any tampering, they get on it to shut it down. You can find out if you're already a victim of home title fraud. Get your $100 search free when you sign up at HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. Do it right now and have that peace of mind. Because you don't want this kind of identity theft to happen to you. It would cost you tens of thousands or more. Hey, what are you and Stu going to talk about coming up on uh, Glenn's show? Oh, that's right. We are uh, mm. we are doing the show together uh, because Glenn is, I don't know, somewhere? Yeah, he... Uh, Not he, here? He tanning yeah. somewhere? He, What's happening right now? He's doing a uh, triathlon. Uh, yeah, he's oh. got a triathlon. He's uh, on the coast of South Africa. I'm concerned um, for yeah. him. Wow. I don't know that he can. Oh physically no! I mean, he's been training right hard. Out. I mean, you've As seen, you've seen yeah, the seen physical transformation. He's in incredible, incredible shape. shape. So, and so that's what he's going to be what doing. What shape is that? 
incredible. It's incredible. It's incredible. Okay. It's incredible the shape he's in. It is. Um, what What are your thoughts on the uh, Saudi journalist being killed? Do you think that uh, Trump's handled this well, or uh, have you been alarmed by how nonchalant he is? I have a. Uh, first of all, I, th- I don't think there's any problem with uh, someone getting the facts right. I think we've learned this in, yeah. in foreign affairs that maybe mm-hmm. we shouldn't jump to conclusions quickly. Maybe That's, we shouldn't bomb Saudi Arabia yet. Right. Yeah. Uh, that would probably maybe be a good now. thing. Yeah. Um, and I think you know you can. You can find this right, like where uh, I can understand that there's a building, uh, a building uh, amount of accusations, right? Like mainly yeah. from Turkish sources who don't like Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. So, but I do think that you know, if you know, gun to my head, do I think that this happened? It does seem like it happened. Seems like it. But I, I you know, we can't know yet, and I think the president should be uh, in a position of saying. Let's wait until we find out what's going mm-hmm. to happen. That's not that's not a bad instinct out of the president. There's no uh, imminent attack coming from this. It's not like, well, they may kill all of all of the journalists now. Like that's not necessarily what we're looking at. Um, but I think the thing that's that's making me most interested in this story is how the hell to pronounce this guy's name. Um, I've heard uh, on CNN Khashoggi. I've heard I've heard you saying Khashoggi, right? Right. On the way in today, New York Times Khashoggi. Really? Now it's Khashoggi? Wait, Khashoggi <laughs> seems to be the third part of this. Can we, when these people come into our lives, can we all have a conference mm-hmm. and come up with the idea that it's either Bin Laden or Bin Laden or uh, uh, Usama, Usama, Usama or Osama? Qatar, Gutter. Uh, like, just, I just want to know what it is. <laughs> Somebody tell me what it is because every right. time we go on the air, right. there's a new pronunciation that I some know. news organization has come up with. Well, I've always thought it was Khashoggi because the Khashoggi's have been in the news before, back right. in the 80s. For a long time, yeah. Adnan Khashoggi was a big arms dealer. And he was part of the Iran Contra scandal right yeah. he's mentioned in those hearings and his name was the name was always pronounced Khashoggi then no. so <laughs> I just thought it was that <laughs> it probably <laughs> I is I don't know it probably is uh, uh, but they've changed all that stuff now it's really frustrating you know Ankara is now Ankara um, what, the Afghanistan city K- Kabul is now Kabul, Kabul. Oh, Chile mm-hmm. is Chile right. Co- Copenhagen uh-huh. right. Co- Copenhagen I refuse to no. I will not pronounce it like that I won't I won't do it you it gets me excited me. for ice cream too which is uh, Copenhagen like, Hi, I just want to see Hagen does that's what I feel like Hagen does is going to come into my life uh, but yeah, the, I mean, the coverage of it is strange because you know you you have uh, the situation where the the constant complaint about Donald Trump is that he doesn't have restraint, right? That he do, that he acts too quickly, that he shoots from the hip, and he and then when he sits here and he says, "Look, we need to find out the facts," mm-hmm. um, and then he, he did. I mean, I guess he did mention that we have this uh, big relationship with them, and they do uh, buy a lot of things from us. You know, I mean, you don't want to necessarily throw that away, but if it's if it's a just moral cause, you, you you can be justified in doing that. We've talked about separating ourselves from Saudi Arabia for a long, long time. Uh-huh. Uh, they're not our friends. They're not good partners. They do help us with certain things, uh, but uh, I and, would. And are they trying to make us believe that Barack Obama would have handled this in a swift <laughs> and stern way? Oh, come on. There's no way. No. <laughs> they just would have done less than Trump has done. It all comes so from their far. perception of Trump, right? Yes. The perception yes. of Barack Obama was he was this intellectual thinker, that he was pensive and thinking about these important decisions. And, mm-hmm. and sure, that's why he waited months and months to go after Osama bin Laden. Right. But that's all. He was just, he's most just a real, a real thinker. Decision. Well, it was right. most years. difficult decision <laughs> since Charlemagne. Charlemagne. 
I, hey. I forget what that decision was with Charlemagne, but it was it a was tough a big decision. decision. <laughs> and this was the toughest. It was thing. whether to ask if he was Charlemagne, <laughs> and that was the decision. <laughs> and they came up with Charlemagne. So yeah. this tro- this problem's been <laughs> yeah. going on for a long yeah. time. It has a long time. Uh, but I mean, like now with Trump, where he's saying, I mean, look, he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't act the exact same way. But what he's argu- what he's saying here is okay. Well. We're, we're looking into this. We're talking to them. Right. We've asked for the recording. We're looking for like, the facts. We want to see if there are any facts to back this up. Asking for the recording is really important. We've heard a lot about this recording. No one's heard it. Like At some right. point, if you're a journalist, do you want to hear this recording? I know I would like to hear it. I would like to know if it existed or not. Um, and until we know these things, uh, it's okay for us not to slap sanctions on them. We should just keep looking into it. It's a sensible way of handling a situation like this. And the this. Democrats are acting as if we should have already... Drop nukes on Riyadh. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on. That is exactly what they Why haven't though. we nuked Mecca yet? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. Should we wait a couple of days? Or? It's like they all sound like World Net Daily all of a sudden. <laughs> I, know. I don't know why. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it is. It's amazing. I mean, this is, a tr- you know, people talk about Trump controlling the media. He really does. I mean, he does. think of how pro-free trade the, like, CNN is these days. When did we we have not heard a pro free trade statement oh out of CNN gosh. for decades, yeah. and now oh, yeah. they all sound like 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 Larry Kudlow, <laughs> circa two thousand six. Yeah, like it's it's incredible Amazing. where how far they've come, and it's I mean, it's all about just opposing this guy. You know, they talk about Riyadh. Well, that's how is Trump handling it? How is Jared Kushner's relationship? This guy was murdered potentially. Mm. We, we talk about a guy who may have been killed in an embassy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, well, how did what about Jared Kushner's deal with uh, this company 12 years ago? It's like, who the hell cares about that right now? Like, I, you know, and it goes on and on. Every issue is seen through the the uh, the the prism of Trump because they are obsessed with this person. They are obsessed with him. Mm -hmm. It's embarrassing. It really is. It's, It's really embarrassing. Now, is was he a member of the Muslim Brotherhood? Do we know that for a fact? I keep I've been hearing that. Quite a bit lately. Yeah, I, Khashoggi was a Muslim Brotherhood guy. I, you know, I've heard that as well. I, I, I don't, I don't know. That I it's don't know that I've fact. Yeah, it's. Um, but people have been yelling about that too. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't seem like there's. Here's the I, this these unfortunate, I think, truth about uh, these lo- players at this level in Saudi Arabia is uh, there's not a lot of good guys. Mm-mm. I mean, yeah, it, there's a lot of opposition, That's but true. not a lot of good guys. Yeah, you know. All right, we'll uh, see you back here tomorrow, seven Eastern, and, and in a few uh, minutes, catch us on Glenn Beck. Radio next.